something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, with our dear friend Garrett Vogel from Z100. Garrett, are you there? Happy Monday, Rob Shooter. Happy, happy Monday. Happy, happy Monday. Hey, we have a little bit of breaking news before we even get into our breaking news show with that full of gossip Wait, today. breaking news Ooh. on top of breaking news? Absolutely. It's one of those days Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton might have secretly tied the knot. So in exclusive photographs that have been obtained by The Post, it looks like she is wearing a sparkling diamond wedding ring band next to her massive engagement ring. This was spotted on Saturday, the day before. She put up a different picture and she wrote in big capital letters, she's getting married. Uh, we all knew that. It? We all knew I that. Oh, I know. <laughs> Do you think they did it this weekend? I think they did. I hope they did because uh, this has been one of those things that I've been just very, not bothered with, but curious about mm. the seating plan. I want to know <laughs> who was sitting with who. I mean, it, it just like celebrities tripping over celebrities. I mean, I need to know that. Do you know why I think it happened? I think it happened because all my sources told me it was actually going to be quite a small wedding. So all those rumours of Adam Levine and Miley Cyrus, all those rumours that they were going to be the wedding singer, remember Ellen was going to be a bridesmaid, that was not the case. My sources told me it was going to be a really small family affair. Now, if Adam and Miley turned up, they would tell us. We'd know about it. They can't help themselves. It would be on Twitter. They'd put it on social media. So I think they did it. 
it, and I think it was really small. You know what's shocking to me about all this, Rob Shooter? You have sources in the country. You have country sources. I do. I do. I do. do. Sources only work, though, when they know stuff. So the less people you tell, the less likely it's going to reach somebody like me. So it's a tip here in life. If you don't want secrets out, don't tell anybody. You can't help yourself, though. And the way gossip works, it's like a, a ripple. If you put a stone into a pond, the ripples, the circles go out and out and out, and then they eventually reach me. If you don't tell anybody, if this is literally just Blake, Gwen, and their families, none of those groups are exactly hitting the phones to Mr. Robert Chute. <laughs> yeah, Blake Shelton isn't putting a ring on Gwen Stefani and then going, hey, honey, just give me five minutes. I need to call this call British Rob. guy in New him. York. Yeah, no, no, it's everybody that you invite so the bigger the wedding the more likely the gossip's gonna get out that's why those poor royals can't get away from gossip because there's literally hundreds of them in that palace there's lots of people that work there and that's how it gets out hey let's get to our big story of the day although that's pretty big congratulations we'll have a follow-up tomorrow and i'll let you know if they did indeed get married so what time is it my friends another tea time tea time another tea time feels a bit redundant today doesn't it after that but we'll keep going queen elizabeth is gonna fight back against Harry and Meghan. So she's at the end of her rope, and royal insiders are saying that they're going to ditch the long-time policy of never complain, never explain. So for years, generations, centuries, the royals don't think they have to explain, but they also can't complain. Now the Queen wants any inaccurate statement publicly corrected, and she's going to no longer allow mistruths to go unchallenged. Is that why she was cutting the cake with a sword this weekend and not, <laughs> and not a normal, like she just had enough, like give me the sword, that's it. There's a picture out this weekend, she was at some sort of big event and she did cut the cake with a the sword. There was a knife there, but she decided to use a sword. Hey, she's the Queen of England, I wouldn't mess with her, she's got a did, tower to put you in. Did, did you hear, like, because like I guess all of her people were like, you know, your, your majesty, there, there, there there's a knife. knife. And she goes, yeah. no, 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 this no. seems more interesting. More unusual. <laughs> it's lovely to hear her speak. She's so posh, isn't she? Oh, Kate yeah. Middleton's like, ma'am, there's a knife. No, 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 no. This is much more unusual. You I and I that. sound a little bit of uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, nowhere near oh, the Queen, but oh. you, you, you and I are very doubt Mrs. Doubtfire, we are right? Very now. Mrs. Doubtfire. What do you think about the policy though about fighting back? If somebody tells mistruths about you, if somebody's out there spreading rumors, just, I go back and forth because sometimes I ignore it, sometimes I fight back. What do you think? You know, it's funny that this is where the queen draws the line. You know, think about everything that has gone on, or at least we we speculate that has gone on in that palace. And she's going to draw the line at her grandson. You know what I mean? Like, so many things have come and gone that we're so curious about and that have changed history, history pretty much. the world, yes. And, and you do not speak of it. It's more telling, like, you're more bothered by this than anything else that has happened in your in, in your illustrious career as queen. Is that true, though? So in my life, when people say, that's the line, I've, I've drawn the line, is it that one event or is it the accumulation? So for it me... It could be, yeah, th- this could I be the straw. I a point. I, yeah, I think right. that's a better analogy because with me, it's not the one thing that upset me more than the other. It's the totality. And after a while, if you keep coming at me, I will fight back. I'm quite a pacifist, Garrett, and right. I'm really quite good at ignoring people snipping at me on social media or on television or anywhere 
else. <laughs> Anywhere quite, else you're in. Yeah. I'm quite good at it. But eventually you're going to explode. So Harry and Meghan, be careful here. They are saying after months and months of being the target of the Sussex's painful criticism, the Queen and her army of couriers, that's the staff, have finally decided they're going to be a bit more aggressive now. And when something's said that is not true, they're going to say that no more, Mrs. Nice Queen, which brings us to our poll question of the day. Queen Elizabeth, or people, basically, you're not going to see the Queen firing off tweets. She's not going to address this herself. <laughs> but Queen Elizabeth's people are going to start fighting back against Meghan and Harry's mistruths. Is fighting back the right move, or should she just ignore them? She's 95. What would you do? Hey, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow. To hear your results. Garrett Love, what are you working on? Yeah, and by the way, the Queen's ready for battle with that sword. I'm telling you, her and her people, mm. Jesus. Um, all right, Ryan Seacrest looks oh. like he is he he has found some love. 23-year-old oh. model, Aubrey Page, and they were spotted in the Hamptons Memorial nice. Day weekend. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the Hamptons, it's pretty much just think Los Angeles, L.A., just crawling with celebrities, but <laughs> all the way on the tip of Long Island. So you're literally on the other side of the country, on the East Coast. That's yeah. where the Hamptons are. You're 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 pretty much if you don't any anywhere under like five million dollars like if you have five million dollars in the hamptons you're considered poor you know <laughs> what i mean true. like it's really the, expensive that th- that's pretty much the gist of and the atmosphere of the hamptons yes. so uh so they they were spotted memorial day weekend maybe having one of those like fancy dancy barbecues like i just don't see them having like simple you know hot dogs and hamburgers <laughs> like I, I i see a a hamptons barbecue like as a very sushi lobster um, rolls i'm seeing lobster yeah wagyu rolls. You know, stuff like that. So uh, they were they were spotted together. Here, here's the interesting thing too. Here's yes. the other thing about the Hamptons too. You don't drive to the Hamptons, Rob Shooter. Your car gets mm-hmm. transported to the Hamptons. The way you get to the Hamptons from New York City is via helicopter, and that's how that's how Aubrey Page and Ryan Seacrest <laughs> got out to the Hamptons. Okay, so <laughs> it's a very very bougie thing, but that's the way you get to the Hamptons because there's only bougie. one way in, one way out. Um, so they went out there and. and and plus, this is not the first time they've been spotted together, and I'm sure you've seen the pictures, too. Uh, they, they've also been out to Beverly Hills, Ryan Seacrest Mansion. Is this the place that he has up for sale, but he bought from Ellen? Yes, it's $85 million if you've got oh. some money and you want to get it. It's still up for sale. He hasn't sold it yet. It's been up he, since November, $85 million. He put it up for sale so he could take the helicopter ride to the Hamptons. <laughs> <laughs> it's really expensive. Do you know I've done it once? I did a seaplane on the East River that took off on the river oh and flew my. to the Hamptons. I know. Oh. it was. I didn't pay. A friend of mine, a rich friend of mine, invited me out, and we all went out on, on a seaplane. It's it good to have a rich friend. It's good, it is good to have honest. a rich friend. It is Garrett, good I know. to have a rich friend. I do love you, Garrett, but I, I love a rich friend too. You're doing fine, my friend. <laughs> it's interesting, this relationship. So they are together. Ryan Seacrest is one of the most popular host presenters in the world. He's always on our television. And what I find so interesting about him is when it comes to his personal life, his private life, he's really private. We yeah, know what, so little about him personally. You know what's interesting too? He he literally just keeps it to the work front. You know, yes. like he, you don't see him out like many celebrities where he's just, you know, out to dinner or, you know, uh, just looking for that press op. The only time you see Ryan is when he is doing press for mm-hmm. a job. Yeah. And, and and credit to him for making his career like that. You know, Matt Damon was very good at, you know, getting out of the, the spotlight of Hollywood, yes. moving to Florida, and you only see Matt Damon when he's doing a movie yeah. project. It's not true when celebrities say they are hounded and chased. You can be 
be a private celebrity. If you want to be a private celebrity, by Jennifer choice. Aniston. Yeah, exactly. It's a choice. You can do it. Ryan's a really good example of this. I've had dinner with him once. I had dinner with him in LA. Who he's paid? Char- him, him? Ryan. Ryan paid. Oh. And he's charming and he's tiny. He has a little waist. And when he bent down, I think he dropped his napkin. He had these tight jeans on and I saw the top of his bottom crack. And he had very, very low-riding underwear. He's cute. There's something about him that's really cute. But it was a work dinner. Look at that. It wasn't a social dinner. It was a work dinner. And then the minute he got what he came for, the minute he got the interview he wanted, I think I was working for Ashley Simpson or Jessica at the time, and he wanted to do a big sit-down interview. The minute I said yes, we barely finished dessert. The check was got, and out. It was amazing Put it on my tab. Put it on my tab. Next thing. And I wasn't saying he's been rude. The opposite. He was charming and sort of inspiring. Like I could have sat there another two hours laughing and gossiping and doing no work. This is why he is so successful. Hey, congratulations to you two. Talking about being spotted and wanting to be spotted, Angelina Jolie is here in New York and she's been spotted everywhere from buying a hot dog to also being spotted at her ex. Yes, Rob Shooter, we were just talking about this and like celebrities choose to be spotted. You're telling me Angelina Jolie wanted to get a dirty dog on the street corner of New York City because she was hungry. Let's be honest here. Well, no. Angelina is a master, an absolute master of working the press. And of you, do you know the little giveaway? They're always in full hair and makeup. So when you see right. a celebrity looking flawless in designer clothes, if they're wearing a $5,000 Gucci dress in Central Park at eight in the morning and they're and getting a hot dog, a photographer <laughs> there, that's probably staged. So she went to Johnny Lee Miller's apartment in New York City. She arrived there with a pricey bottle of wine. She Ooh. left three. Three hours later, ooh, so these two met back in 1995 on the movie Hackers. They were married a year later, and Angelina said getting divorced from him was one of the most silly, silly things that she ever did. The dumbest thing she ever did, she said. Are they back together, or is Angelina playing us? Uh, is this the trend? Is this the trend now where, like, yeah, the J-Lo. celebrities, like, everybody loves nostalgia, yes. you know, where we, where all these celebrities get back together? <laughs> like, who's next? Who could be next that gets Who back could together? Be next? Irina and Kanye, they dated 10 oh. years ago. Ben and Jen. Now, Angelina. Chris Humphreys I'm... and Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Gosh, can you imagine? I'm not sure Johnny Lee Miller, though, is a Ben Affleck type of household name. No, not at I all. Don't... Because, no, yeah, because when you said it, I was like, who is he? And I then know, I, I had to think look... about it. Right, the I had to look him up. And I've done it deliberately because I want you all to think it's Brad Pitt. You clickbaited me. You I did a little bit me. there. So Angelina spotted at her ex's apartment. Don't you all think, oh, she's back with Brad. It's a trick. <laughs> Every website that has done that today, go on all your favorite websites and the sites that have done that are terrible, terrible sites, including my own. <laughs> and then um, what's going on with Chris Hemsworth? I like All right. Him. So he, j- j- just showing some brotherly love and trolling his uh, fellow Avenger, Chris Evans, uh, on on his birthday. So Chris Evans wow. uh, turned 40, which looking Gosh. at Chris Evans, I would I, I wouldn't even I would put him maybe 35, you yes, know, may, not 40, no, but uh, uh, maybe 25. He's gorgeous. Oh, oh 20. Look at you. Like you kiss up. Uh, I like him. I think he's a pretty. They're, all these yeah. Chris's are gorgeous. 
so so this is what he said. Uh, uh, this is what Chris Hemsworth said. Happy 40th birthday, Chris Evans. You'll always be my number one in my book. Uh, Explain and... why, though, because there was something quite controversial about being the number one Chris a couple of months ago. Yeah, so so he, uh, so he shared a photo of himself with fellow cast member Chris Pratt <laughs> as opposed to Chris Evans. It was such a weird thing in Hollywood where it's like you, you go on Chris, uh, any type of junkets with any of these Chris's, Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, it was like a very like taboo thing. Like, please don't bring up the you know the Chris thing and yeah, it was touchy it got really yeah, touchy let's explain it, it, what happened so back in October a screenwriter Amy Berg shared on Twitter headshots of the Chris's asking which one has to go so basically which one do we want to get rid of right. then Twitter like we do said, on many sites like like we do on many sites yeah, just it's as funny. funny it was meant to be silly but it turned nasty because then Twitter users were saying we have to get rid of Chris Pratt and then they really really went in on Chris Pratt to the point where Robert Downey Jr. defended Chris saying, what's going on here? Like anybody that's sitting on their social media accounts attacking others need to look at themselves. So this sort of started off as a funny joke. I thought it was funny. Like, which is your... I might have been more positive. I wouldn't have done which Chris right. do we want to get rid of. I would have done which one's your favourite Chris because then you're not really saying anything bad. Right, exactly. It's nicer. It's packaged better. But this um, screenwriter who just did it as a joke said, which one do we have to get rid of? Then Twitter erupted and sort of Chris Pratt really got pulled over the cold until Robert Downey Jr. defended him. But in any case, we're not going to get back into that. Happy, happy birthday, Chris's. Sarah Jessica Parker has shared some Sex and the City snaps. Oh, yeah. Fans are delighted. She posted pictures with her, Nixon and Davis. They've started filming, I believe, today. They look fantastic. Already a million people have liked that. And she also posted a picture of Carrie's West Village apartment building. I reminisce about this. I know, even if it's not very good, the movies weren't as good as I wanted them to oh, be. Oh, no, they were But I just yeah. wanted to see these characters again. I've missed these girls. Do you love them too, Garrett? Give me give me a, a series. Don't give me two hours mm. to, to watch in a movie theater. You know what I mean? Yes. I, I think I, I appreciated the show more in like that 40-minute capacity, you know, hour-long show. 30, I think it was only 30 minutes, which well, thir- is thir- so delightful. Yeah. It's like 22 minutes. And it, before you sat down, you had your glass of wine. Before you finished it, it was over. You wanted right. Oh, you wanted more where that movie went on for two and a half hours. But, was, but wasn't someone missing from the photo? Yeah, that there they is somebody missing. Well, we know <laughs> this. I mean, poor, poor Kim Cattrall. Though we shouldn't feel bad for her because it was Kim's choice. She was invited yeah. back. She said no. So I don't think there's anything bad about this. If you're invited, you know, what's cruel is when you're excluded in life. It's horrible right. being left out of the party. But if you're invited to the party and you don't want to go, then you've made a decision so we can all move on and be happy. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we will be happy too. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. 
To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter with our dear friend Garrett Vogel from Z100. Hey, Garrett, let's get to the yes. polls. Bum, bum, bum. Ben Affleck hanging out in Las Vegas Casino with JLo's mommy. Is this cool or is it creepy? <laughs> you naughties are so nice. 69% think it's cruel. Gosh, I think I'm going to disagree. I really? Think, yeah, I think it's a bit creepy being with your your mother-in-law that isn't your mother-in-law yet. You've just got back with Jen. There's so many questions she's going to ask you. Would you hang out with your wife's mommy in a casino? 
Uh, yeah, well, especially if my wife was practicing for probably a big Vegas show she's probably putting on. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, what else are you going to do? You're going to sit there. J-Lo's there, though. So Ben's in Vegas with J-Lo's mom and no J-Lo. So Ben went on vacation with Jennifer's mom? Like, I just don't... Well, I, I mean, let, let, let's run with the headlines here. Like, could he be just, you know, feeling around and be like, hey, how does... Getting what do you think about getting getting together, you know, mm-hmm. in the near future? What if I was to propose? How do you feel about that? Maybe. Like maybe he's doing a classy thing as he's maybe. trying to, you know, get that money to buy another engagement ring. Down well, they the both road. love to they both love to gamble. So you've spoken, Naughties. We've got to go with the majority. Hey, don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for an nicest of the day. All right, let's talk about Luke Evans. Found a way to celebrate pride in a very expensive way, may I add. Uh Uh, He was on Instagram. He posted a picture on Instagram, shirtless, and uh, you could see from his underwear, it was a rainbow print but Versace underwear. <laughs> of course like, it was. <laughs> I can only imagine how much those cost. Three, four hundred dollars. Oh three, four hundred dollars. No how much way. are your knickers, Garrett? What you uh, buy? You buy a box well, of three for twelve ninety nine. So l- l- let me <laughs> let me let you in on a little secret here, Rob Shooter. So at the radio station uh, in, here in New York. People send you free stuff. So for a good five to ten years, I got nothing but free underwear. For, for like, ten years? Ten years worth is of free like underwear. Is that like a Tom Jones thing where ladies are sending you their knickers? No, 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 no. Companies no. companies, for, oh. companies send for us to wear. So you're you know. a walk-in advertisement when you drop your pants. So I oh, see yes, like Burger very King. Very rarely, though. I see. <laughs> very, very rarely. So just very your wife rarely. is enjoying these promotions. It's a terrible promotion if only one but, person sees it. But over the past year, it yeah. really haven't been back to the radio station That's and companies right. really haven't been sending. I've had a, a, it was first time I was buying underwear for myself in, a, in, a, in almost a year on what Amazon. It's weird. What it's weird you, buying what did you underwear. Did you get Calvin Klein? How are you influenced? What did you get? Yeah, no, no. Calvin, Calvin Klein. The yeah, oh, yeah. The most affordable next to, yes. you, you know, but Haynes if you really can't. a little cheaper, but not right. Fruit of the soft looms. on your bottom. Fruit of the Looms are nice, too. Calvin I, Klein I just, are very soft. Yeah. I just never got to Fruit of the Looms. The guy wearing the the grape costume really never you know, stuck with me. Like it bothered me. But uh, but yeah. So Luke Evans, he he posted Bless. this picture too. He goes, "Wear your pride, uh, live your pride, be your pride, and be kind." And be kind. Uh, yeah, everyone be deserves kind. to have happiness. Human rights belong to everyone. We he believe expl- that on this show. Yeah, so in Attitude Magazine, he explained that when people uh, found out I was gay, there were a lot of articles being written saying that I was hiding it and I wasn't. He even added that, uh, you know, he was bullied growing up for Mm. being gay, and he told the magazine that he's never been ashamed of who he is. And once you have that platform, Rob Shooter, like we do right now, to to speak your truth and and be positive and saying this is who I am, I think that's even more powerful than coming out, you know, in a a sit-down article, like doing it on your own terms. And when you want, that's the way to do it. Come out however, whenever you want. Be yourself. And we love you here on The Naughty But Nice Show. And our naughtiest of the day, naughty, naughty, Uh, naughty. Thomas Markle is accusing Oprah of playing Meghan Markle. Now, I did say we wouldn't do any more Thomas Markle stories because that is He has to have the award for the naughty. Like, he has to have the naughtiest award. Just the permanent. Maybe we'll bar him after today. Maybe no more Thomas Markles. I mean, he's saying that Oprah used them. He did a 60 Minutes interview in Australia. And he said, I think Oprah... Oprah played Meghan and Harry. He's not spoken 
spoken to his daughter in three years. He said she's taken advantage of them to build up her own network. He calls Harry a very weak man. And he does say, when asked, has he attempted to speak to his daughter? He said no. He's waiting for them to get in touch with him. Good luck with that. And naughtiest of the day. And now it's time for a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. Sponsored by the forward answer, my new book, which you can pre-order now on Amazon.com. The only real chance any of us have is when we're smart enough to just keep trying. Every time you get knocked down, and there's going to be a lot of times, get back up and try again. I can't tell you how many times I've been told, no, go away, shut up. I keep trying, keep trying when you get knocked down and you will do. Get back up. What about you, Garrett? You, You rebound. Oh no! It's it, it, it's easy to hear the word no, and it, once you hear the word no, a lot of people can go left and go. Oh, well, they said no. Then it's it's harder to go right and go. Well, you know what? I'm gonna find another way, and and it, though it might be harder, I'll I'll find a way to make it happen. You and know, you'll I find I, the right way. You'll find yeah. a way. Harry Potter was rejected twelve times. A great book. Harry Potter could not be sold. The four-word answer did not get accepted the first time I pitched it. It took about two or three publishers, and then a genius publisher, you know who I'm talking about, at Post Hill Press. Hello, 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 hello. He loved it. So keep <laughs> on trying. You only need one yes. That's what Lady Gaga said. Yes, 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 from us to you. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Garrett Show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. These reviews really, really help, and I love reading them, so thank you for doing that. And remember, all together Together now, I want to hear you singing. If you're going, if you're going to be, to be naughty, naughty, you've got, you've to, got to be nice. Take care, everybody. Pip, pip. It's naughty but nice with Rob. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is 
To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.